This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I can't wait to see how this goes. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, and I am Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Barry, at M. Judson Barry on socials. And now, let's get into these headlines. Today, a PSA to all men. Keep it in your drafts. The boyfriends were wilding this weekend, which proposes the question, what about keeping some thoughts on the inside? Then, a thread about threads. The new meta app launched last Thursday and everyone is coming over from Twitter. Well, everyone minus Elon Musk. And finally, we get a listener letter from Steve in New Jersey, so you besties can hear Michael's New Jersey accent. Yeah, yeah, all this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on the Social Dose. We'll get right back into our timelines after this brief little message from our sponsors. And now it's over. Welcome back, Michaela. <laughs> Thank you, Paris. Hi, how's it going? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am fabulous. I hear you're a little uh, sticky these days. Yes. So, besties, I have recently begun laser hair removal on many places on my body, including my face. And what they don't tell you is on the face, it turns your little stubbles into Velcro, and you're not allowed to shave them for seven days. So, literally, any knit pieces, any socks, they're just sticking to my chin. And I'm like, what is this life? I'm paying you so I don't have this, and now you've made it worse for a week. But I'm thinking big picture here. There you go. And I recently got Botox in my forehead, so I can't lift my eyebrows. So we're Ooh. we're doing well. We really are just <laughs> trying we're to maintain sticky. these old bodies. We are. I have no expression. You're sticking to socks. We're doing well. Now you know who else is doing well. Who? All white people over the age of 40 that work in Hollywood. <laughs> yes. So there was a photo posted this week from Kristen Annie Bell, who I'm pretty sure is just the actress Kristen Bell, yes. um, of like a big, huge feast of maybe like 30 people or so. I can't count. But they are <laughs> math all white. They are all of the same age demographic and I think job demographic. And it is a very homogenized group of people. And the internet couldn't help but drag them for it. Michael, have you seen this? Oh, yes. I I love this. And I love that she captioned it, Idaho, chapter one. As if, like, <laughs> what's the rest? What's gonna? What's chapter two going to be? But yeah, if this it's, is it's chapter one, these, like... I'm not finishing the book. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we are our fabulous social scientists dove into this. And it's hard to see all the faces because, honestly, there are so many. 
many, sitting along this one very long dinner table in this picturesque, like, valley in Idaho. But they managed mm-hmm. to find... Kristen Bell, obviously, Dax Shepard, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, John Mulaney, Olivia Munn, Courtney Cox, Jimmy Fallon, Adam Scott. You get the gist. Like, it's... I don't see half of these people. Oh, no, if you look really carefully, they're like, Adam Scott's in the back. He's a little blurry. Jennifer Aniston looks a little confused. But I think because she also just got Botox. And honestly, I I only (laughs) have that expression, too. So I don't really blame her for that one. But (laughs) it's giving Where's Waldo. Where's Waldo of your favorite, like, washed up 90s celeb. For real. What are some of the reactions to this, though, that you've seen? Oh, I do see Adam Scott now. Sorry. Yeah, Um, he's there. Mostly people kind of just criticizing them for being like all white. Cause that's always unsettling. Whenever you just see a photo and it's only white people in a large group, it's like, what's going on there? I personally get a little scared when I see that. Or if I enter a space and it's like, everyone's white. I'm like, I don't belong here. What's (laughs) happening? What convention did I stumble upon? How did I end up in this pottery barn ad from 1996? Honestly, yeah. Oh man. Even the color scheme, they're all wearing shades of like gray, blue, and beige. Like, it gives cult. It gives... What was that show Nicole Kidman did that nobody watched that was, like, culty? The one where she wore the bad wig? Sorry, that doesn't well, narrow it down. That doesn't um, narrow it down at all. <laughs> so, and I say that with all the love for Nicole Kidman. I really do love her. And most of her wigs are good, we can say. But some mm, of them aren't. Mm. I don't know, anyway. but it reminds me of, like, a weird culty retreat where, like, maybe they're all doing ayahuasca or, like, maybe it's a sex party. I don't know, but I do not want to be invited. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Well, luckily for us, I don't think we're going to be invited to chapter two, but I'm really curious to see what it's going to be. All right. Shall we get into our stories, Paris? I think we shall. This is a PSA to all boys, men, and males online who are about to comment on a woman's body. Don't do it, diva. It makes you look like an asshole. And speaking of assholes, Kiki Palmer should be allowed to post hers if she feels like it. We've learned to expect body shaming comments from trolls, but from our own boyfriends? What the fuck? Yes, exactly. Uh, If you have not seen this, Kiki Palmer went to an Usher concert last week, and a video from at RND underscore Radar went viral of the singer serenading Palmer. Kiki's boyfriend, uh, not even husband, mind you, commented on Mm -hmm. the video and said, it's the outfit though, you a mom. And everyone was like, what? Because A, she looks stunning, right? She's wearing like, I mean, it looks like sort of a black, it's like a black sheer dress with like little Mm -hmm. dots on it. And then like a black sort of like body thing underneath. Like that looks like a very high-end black bathing suit, honestly. It's the same cut Mm -hmm. as a bathing suit. Nothing inappropriate. She and she, her hair looks amazing. Her makeup's flawless. She looks gorgeous. So, yeah, and we have to say the cheeks are out, but the cheeks are cheeking and they look incredible. And it's part of what makes the look so good. Yes. Like, but I think that's specifically what set him off. But literally I saw this on my feed and I was like disgusted. Cause one, I have been a Kiki Palmer fan since uh, true Jackson VP. That was like one of my favorite shows. Uh-huh. And I, I have like a sort of protective feeling towards her. I'm like, she needs to be saved at all costs. She's such a star to me. She's such a hard worker, just like a quality person. And like one of my favorite celebrities. So to, to know that the man who fathered her child would do this, I'm like, Kiki, no, I need to save you from this relationship. But as it turns out, Kiki doesn't need me at all Mm -hmm. because the internet dragged this man plenty well enough. 
Oh, yeah. But then he felt the need to respond on Twitter when he said, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Hmm. It sounds so good grossly male misogynistic all those words it's just like ugh dude what century do you live in like and it's also like here's the thing you can absolutely be the person who doesn't want the wife and mother of your kids to showcase booty cheeks blah 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 blah. also claiming that she did it to please others absolutely false Kiki Palmer's never done anything to please others and that's something I love about her yeah um and he gets told how much of a hater is. Sorry, sir, you live in a, you also live in a world and a time where you can speak your honest opinion and then deal with the consequences of having that opinion. Yeah. You can't, if you can't handle the heat, shut the fuck up. You know also, what I mean? Yeah, like, ugh, this just brings up, I, I, I saw a friend, a friend of mine wrote this one woman show about, <laughs> she froze her eggs and had like this crazy experience where she was going through all the, you know, the hormone process of, you know, all of, all of that. And she wrote yeah. this, she had this epiphany that Jesus was a woman. And Ooh. it's this amazing, very funny, but like really thought provoking play. And I saw it with five women yesterday. And then we all went out and had drinks after. And we really got into this like, deep talk about how in society, so many women are stuck in one camp or the other where they're like, marry the whore or like marry the virgin. And it's so, mm-hmm. we still live in a world where men a, men grow up thinking they look like God. So there's yeah. that. But literally, they see pictures of God in any religion. They're like, oh, he looks like me. But, but yeah, how they're like <laughs> still forced to be one or the other. And this, then I saw this and I was like, ugh, there it is again. Why can't she be super hot and sexy and show like and own that, but then also still be a great mom and still be all of those things? Like, and ugh, the truth men is, need she to absolutely can. Yes. And he can't handle it. So he's gotta go. Yes. Now, obviously, Kiki Palmer isn't going to just sit idly by. Mm -hmm. So what she did is she responded, not directly, but indirectly, which I think is the best way to do so. And she said this on Twitter. One thing is certain and one thing is true. I'm a mother through and through. I'm a mother and Stevie to the bullshit shirts available now at shopkikipalmer.com. I said, listen, you better cut that check, Kiki. Every single thing she does is a brilliant business move. She's like, listen, I also agree he's an asshole for this and we're probably... Like, she's not necessarily making a statement about where they're at or what this means for their relationship moving forward. Because, like, not necessarily any of our business. But she is getting her point across very clearly with this, which I love so much. Mm -hmm. And then she's there holding her baby. It's like, Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. You can be a sexy, gorgeous woman owning your body and still be a fabulous mother. Mm-hmm. I also but. saw that Darius posted a shirtless pic on Instagram and one of the users commented, they said, it was a user at Sweet Caramel 77 who said, Darius, you are a father. <laughs> I'm like, listen. <laughs> yes, because it's seriously, it's such a thoughty picture. It's him sitting on his bed in his underwear, taking a Leg mirror spread, selfie. Showing spread. Hole. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie. He looks great. Like, yeah, of course. Kiki, but- and so did Kiki. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume, but like, but also the I double just standard love, is double standard. I just love getting trolled. You're a father. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like anybody gives a shit, sir. I did see a video from uh, on TikTok from user at Rach Jackson, uh-huh. where she kind of talks about just like, why are all these men getting with bad girls, like baddies, not bad girls, but like getting with girls that are like confident, sexy, owning it, and like really boss women. And then 
upset or shocked when they realize that they're with a woman like that. Like, what did you think you were going to do? Change her into like a small Mormon housewife? What was the plan here, men? It's the same. I saw a friend last night who's a very successful author and she was like, I keep going on dates with men who say, I love strong, successful women, but then they don't like that she makes a lot of money. And it's just like- they don't like strong, successful women. They want to say that they do or maybe they think they do, but the lie detector determined that you couldn't handle it, you little bitch. Ew. Speaking of little bitches that can't handle it, did you see the stuff about Jonah Hill? Yes. I'm sick. I'm sick this week. Okay, tell tell our friends at home what happened if they have not seen this. Okay, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend is like a hot surfer girl named Sarah Brady, and she kind of just exposed him and put him on blast via her Instagram stories this week, um, showing screenshots of basically him being like very controlling, trying to like set boundaries with her. Like he's very much, and this is the particularly insidious thing, he's using like therapy language and like, Mm language that should be used to do healthy things to push his own agenda of like controlling this woman and determining what she can do. He said he things that he doesn't want her to do include posting sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past, surfing with men, which she's a surfer. Yeah. Yeah, she's a professional surfer, so you can't expect her to not surf with men. What is in your brain besides worms? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I always found Jonah Jonah Hill very unappealing. Um, And this just like nail in the coffin on that one. I was like, oh, and you're a dick to your hot girlfriend who you should like be glad this girl's dating you. I'm glad she exposed him because he's recently been having like, I don't know, sort of like a little bit of a rebranding type of thing or maybe like a little bit of a renaissance type of thing in his career where people were kind of coming back around to him. I don't really know. But seeing this, I'm like, no, you're done. You have always been garbage to me, and you were that girl that I knew you were, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Also, his advice to her, like his rules to her, were riddled with typos. So also, bro, like, check your messages before you hit something. Learn to read. But, Michael, have you seen all the gays that have been, like, sharing just this? So, specifically, he texted, like, a long-ass message that had that that list of things that he doesn't want her to do. And all the gays are posting it, and they're like, this is my ideal summer plans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Surfing with men, oh boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, modeling, <laughs> posting pictures in a bathing suit. I'm like, this is a great summer. This is that a is perfect a summer. This is like what I wrote in my 1999 diary of all the things I want to do this summer. Oh my god! Yeah, well, thank you, Jonah Hill, for this fabulous advice on how to better be a better gay this summer. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh my god! Move the men underground and use them for semen and semen alone. I've always said that. With that, we'll be back after these quick messages. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And we're back. The king is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> You're welcome, parents. Yes, Threads is officially live, and many people are defecting from Twitter to the doppelganger platform. However, not everyone is excited to hop on this new thread. Twitter is threatening to sue Meta for misappropriation of intellectual property. Woo, those are big words. Now, we like to argue here at The Social Dose that there wasn't a single brain cell left on Twitter, let alone any intellect, so I don't think they have much of a case. Paris with more. That's right, Michael. Threads has been a wild ride. So after the first 48 hours of it launching, the app already had 70 million downloads, making it one of the fastest downloaded apps ever. Uh, Some things that we love about the app is that it's a new platform and an escape from the cesspool that Twitter became, and it's fairly easy to use and user-friendly, and it's easy to post on. Things that we don't love, uh, there's like no trending content section, you can't look stuff up by keywords, you can't delete the account once you make it unless you want to delete your Instagram too. Mm -hmm. It's not a finished product. It's a product that we all jumped onto and we're like, yay, and now we're all here and we're like, Okay, well, it's definitely missing some features we need. Yeah, they're still figuring it out. I actually saw today, uh, Mark Zuckerberg shared that they're up to over 100 million subscribers. I saw that too, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. it was was 70 million right away. As of today, 100 million. So it's just like, it's blowing up. I I have to say, because we were invited, um, some of us, to join Threads early to sort of like get the ball rolling. Quick update on that, besties. I did receive my early access. Oh, yes. I got my invitation. I had to request it specifically, but I did get on just a few hours before everyone else, and I will always hold on to that. (laughs) And I have to say, though, that first day, it was wild. When it was a social media platform that was only influencers and celebrities and brands, like, I got on and I was literally just watching insanity. Like, I, I shared on my thread, actually, one of my first ones was like, you know those Black Friday sales when there's the horde of people outside of Walmart and then they open yeah. the doors and they just explode into it? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Like, it, it, the the raw desperation from some people is amazing where they were like, can't wait to collaborate with bum, 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 bum on this new platform. Like, yeah. the, the one that cracked me up was this uh, creator, Haley Bailey, who yeah. she was like determined to be the queen of threads. And the first 24 hours she was posting literally like every three minutes and it got more and more unhinged where she was like, this is exciting. Now what do I do? Oh no, no, I can't sleep. I'm going to be the queen of this. Like it, it was hilarious. <laughs> and just watching her spiral so in real time. <laughs> really though. And, and other creators that I know and love that clearly had bits already planned where they were like saying yeah. things and like little People, comedy it was bits so... like ready to go. It was insane. It was insane. I I didn't like it the first day. I was like, oh, everyone here it. sucks and is lame. No. Let me get the the real people in here so we can start talking shit. Because everyone was being so fake. Everyone was like, no. so sanitized <laughs> and like brand uh-huh. safe. And like, uh, I'm like, get out of here. Where's the mess? Where are the girls talking shit? Where are the gays? Where are the queens? No. So I was ready for those floodgates to open. And I... I think it's gotten better since. <laughs> I just I just couldn't get over it. It was like an episode of Survivor, though, where it was like a yeah. lot of influencers with no audience yet. So it was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so funny. Anyway, I, I loved your initial response to threads with all of your thread puns. I, thought I love wordplay. I thought you launched it pretty brilliantly. I was here for I, all of well, it. Dwight and I were just like on the couch because we were like, what are we going to do tonight? We were going to have a date night. And then... 
because Threads launched like a little bit earlier than people had anticipated. Uh-huh. So like as soon as it became available to the public, I was like, hey, babe, Threads is live. And he was super excited about this because he's been wanting to get back on Twitter, but didn't really feel like it. So this is like the perfect way. And that's one uh-huh. thing that makes this such an accessible platform is that it transfers everything from your Instagram and it's so easy to set up and join. Yeah, But we, he literally came into the living room and he was like, what do you say we put on a shitty movie and then just like be on threads all night? And I was like, brilliant, let's do it. And we're just sitting there coming up with every possible thread pun we could. And it was a great time. But now uh-huh. these late ass bitches are coming in way late to the party and they're like, oh, let's post a list of thread puns. I'm like, Diva, uh, it's done. You're late, you're yeah. tired, you're dusty. Get out, you missed it. <laughs> yes, you were there first. Um, yet again, one of my favorite brand accounts is on Threads and having a great time. Wendy's. Wendy's knows how to do it. Wendy's is. Wait, let me pull them up real quick because I I don't even want to misquote them. While you pull that up, I do want to mention to listeners that it has been pointed out that the logo for Threads looks like a pube, and somebody said, <laughs> "I love refreshing my Threads feed to watch the little pube at the top do its dance." So <laughs> the next time you refresh your Threads feed, you're not going to be able to unsee the little dancing pube at the top. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> that's literally all I see now, too. But I'm just scrolling through Wendy's thread, and it's like, I'm getting chili cheese fries. I don't care. Um, someone, it's, you dropped your name tag, and it's just a thing that says pure sugar. One picture <laughs> of an old Wendy's billboard that's like run down where it looks like mascara is just pouring down a Wendy's face. And it says, I'm not <laughs> even tired, bro. Um, like it's, and Mark Zuckerberg is jumping on there, too. Like he clearly loves Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Where, like, they said, looking in the mirror after three days of threads, and Zuckerberg comments, you deserve some rest. And they said, when the frosty hits your lips, and he goes, ooh, so smooth. Like, it's, I love that they're his (laughs) favorite account, too. (laughs) Well, some of that actually got to Elon Musk, because Wendy's, the messy bitch that she is, she decided (laughs) to post a thread that said, hey, Zuck, you should go to space just to really make him mad, LOL. And Zuck responded with a laughing, crying emoji. So then some tryhard incel decided to screenshot that and post it on Twitter to bring it to Elon's attention. And he said, Zuck is a cuck. Yeah. And I said, Elon, you are so sad, pathetic, and desperate. And here's the thing. So is Mark Zuckerberg. And one thing that I do want to touch on is somebody was talking about how people are like, oh, Twitter and Instagram, or Twitter and Threads, they're the same. They're both run by billionaires, blah, blah, blah. And somebody was like, yeah, but I'm moving from a platform from one billionaire to a billionaire who knows when to shut the fuck up. And I'm like, yes, at least Zuck can play the game. At least he can make us, I don't know, lull me into some sense of security where I'm not afraid for my life every day that you're in charge. You know what I mean? Wait, I must impart. Did we forget that Facebook is responsible for all the bullshit in the 2016 election? Uh, Cambridge Analytica, anybody? Zuck is still a bad guy. Yeah, Zuck is still, still a bad guy. Person. Billionaires should not exist. They need to be eaten alive. Meta should be broken up. But it's it's very lesser of two evils, I feel like, with threads, don't you? Yeah, I think that's been a big conversation because people weirdly are now like siding with Mark Zuckerberg because it's so funny to watch Elon Musk get so mad. Like, yeah. I think it was one of the first days where he he tweeted, it's gone now. I actually looked back to his Twitter to see if it was still there. It's been deleted. But he basically was like, been on thread for three hours now and it sucks. And it just Boo. felt so just like second grader on the playground being like, I didn't get yeah. picked for kickball, so kickball sucks. Yeah. And like that's been his energy. And the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is like hardcore trolling him is just mm-hmm. funny. Like we, Mark Zuckerberg is still like ugh, not a good person. But yeah. I guess like when you're just an outsider, it's funny to watch this feud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
Did you see too? Elon Musk now is threatening to put nudity uh, restrictions on Twitter because oh, then you're done. I was Elon. thinking then like you are what absolutely might happen is done. like. Because it's like Twitter, my if if Threads really does take off, if it isn't just like a cool flash in the pan because it's new, uh, but they you know they still have the same sort of like nudity rules that they do with Instagram. Twitter exactly. might become the new like Tumblr, like what Tumblr used exactly. to be, exactly. Which is their only hope at maintaining relevance outside yes. of becoming like a right wing gathering place. Well, and it yeah, um, but I've seen so many people in the last twenty four hours that were like, no, like if you get rid of nudity on Twitter, then we're just going to delete this altogether. You have nothing. You have yeah. nothing. The only thing you have you left have right now nothing, is porn. Nothing and like nothing a search feature. If you don't <laughs> exactly. have dick, like. <laughs> Um, Tumblr did this, failed, flopped, mega doo doo caca, and then came back being like, <laughs> okay, we'll do porn again. And now they're finally coming back in some capacity. It's like, if you lose the porn and that's all you have left, you're just 4chan, bitch. You're just yeah. 4chan at this point. Yeah. And you know what I think is particularly sick? Hmm. The fact that Elon Musk is really just telling on himself at this point, because in regards to Twitter, he said, this platform will protect anons or anons for this reason particularly. And that is specifically a term from 4chan, which is like an anonymous messaging board. They call themselves like Anon. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's advocating to protect these incel men and then also using the word cuck. It's like, it's very much clear that you're spending all of your time on B, which is uh-huh. like the most horrible, rotted place on the internet. It's a board on 4chan. And it's like, you are one of these gross disgusting, probably racist, probably homophobic, probably, let's just say, all allegedly, but those are the people he's associating himself with. He's just really outing himself in my eyes, and I'm like, you are disgusting. Wow. You <laughs> Anyway, but Threads is fun. Um, Threads is fun. It needs a <laughs> hundred more features. They're working <laughs> they, on it, y'all. I, it's, do you follow yeah. that guy, the hot Instagram guy who's always, his name's like Mossy or Mosey or something? Uh, maybe he has the glasses he always does like here at Meadow we're updating this this and this yes where he like talks to the people he's been posting all over threads talking about like they're receiving the feedback what they have planned and he's talking about how they have all these features that they want to bring to it but they have to make sure that it's like a sustainable platform long term which at this point I'm kind of like it's only not going to be sustainable if you drop the ball that's where I'm at yeah I'm really curious because it is it's definitely like a hot exciting new thing but um, but we'll see if it lasts. I like also all the creators that were like, oh my God, okay, so now I have to post the same video like on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Threads. It's like, how many more of these are we gonna have? Like For the time being, I'm treating Threads as its own thing where I get uh-huh. I, where I reveal a particular brand of unhinged Paris. I'm uh-huh. not gonna post oh. most of my content there. It's just gonna be silly time. I'm going full nerd with it. I'm posting uh, antiquated words, and I think it's so fun because I love them. Today's was bum-fuzzle, to confuse, perplex, or fluster. Well, I think our producers are bum-fuzzled that we haven't kicked it to a break yet. So, we'll be right back. Yeah, I don't want to be a quacker-wadger. Hey, what does that one mean? (laughs) I don't think that even made sense. It refers to a wooden puppet that's controlled by strings. It almost works. It almost works. Yeah. And with that, we'll take a break. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. We're back. Paris, where can our listeners find us on threads? Well, I am at Paris Nicholson, just like on Instagram, and you're at M. Judson Berry, just like, just Instagram. like on Instagram. Yes, because. And it- if you want besties, you can just go to our profiles, click that little threads with the number next to it, and it'll take you directly to our profiles to follow. The little pube. Yeah, click on the little pube in my bio, <laughs> pube in bio. Um, don't forget to catch up with us on our socials or leave us messages at thesocialdosepodcast.com because we may just read them aloud on the show. Like we're about to do right now with this one from Steve from New Jersey. Michael, are you ready? <clears throat> I am so ready. Um, this is, there's two sections. Do you want to take the first section? I'll take the second. Actually, can you do the whole thing? Because I feel like you have a better New Jersey than I do. All I right. was about to try my New Jersey. But you All have right, to no, we'll up like it's an audition. I, I actually do live in New Jersey. So, okay. You do. So say your name, uh, your height, and what you're about to do. Hello, I'm Slate. Hello, I'm Michael Judsonberry. I'm 5'9. I'm based in Jersey City, New Jersey, and I'll be reading for the part of Steve. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. This is the problem with cold reads. Okay. Hi, Michael in Paris. I look forward to Tuesdays and Thursdays. You guys are super fun, amusing, and enlightening. You had mentioned on an episode that you both watch Gentlemen Prefer Blondes as an intro to Marilyn Monroe for Paris. Michael, also mentioned exploring the noir genre. Aside from the usual noir suspects, which are amazing, Mildred Pierce, the Maltese Falcon, and one of my personal faves, Double Indemnity, might I suggest that you both give Niagara a view? Thanks for all the fun and the laughs and even some education along the way. All the best, Steve. Mr. Stevers on Instagram. Prius, Michael, when are you coming to partner with Waze for Moira or all the Schitt's Creek characters for GPS? This so needs to happen. Bye! Steve. Oh my God, Steve, thank you for mentioning Steve. my GPS videos. Those bring me a lot of joy too. Um, Steve's I can't an eagle-eared listener. Steve's. Yes. Uh, and Steve, I have to say, I love Mildred Pierce. I love the Maltese Falcon and I love Double Indemnity. Um, wait, no, I haven't seen Double Indemnity, but I have seen Niagara. So I do love that one too. You've seen Niagara? Should I watch it? Yeah. Have you seen any of these? No, not one. <laughs> it's great. You, even Maltese Falcon? No, but I've heard of Mildred Pierce. And I'll be honest, I thought that was a real human. I thought that was just a woman in history. <laughs> Joan Crawford did the original movie and then uh, Kay uh, Winslet did a remake of it. Um, Interesting. I love finding another old movie buff who listens to the pod. Oh my God, Steve. Now, okay, so wait, what's Niagara? Niagara, that's a Marilyn Monroe movie. And it's another, but it's like a drama. Like, cause she did Ooh. drama. She was a really good actress. Yeah, that's a great one. I haven't seen it in a long time, but oh, it's- Well, we might just have to watch it. I think we're going to have to. And Double Indemnity, I have to see. I've heard of it and it's been on my list. I don't know what that is, but that one sounds the sexiest. Like Double Indemnity, like, ooh, what did she do? You know I what I mean? Oh, uh, but Maltese Falcon's so good. 
Well, besties, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. And don't forget to share your listener letters as always. Now, with that being said, I need to go see if I can post whole on threads. Oh, no. Um, And I need to go find more fun, antiquated words. If you think of any, please DM them. Bumble squash. Happy Happy scrolling. scrolling. Bumble squash. (laughs) The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. (laughs) 